guys we are back with day 12 of uncaping unmasking and unhiding just to remind you guys we are cheryl and natty of the shades of strong podcast where we are working to dismantle the myths and the stereotypes of the strong black woman by creating safe and sacred spaces for black women to uncape unmask and unhide and in this series we are what are we doing again i always forget when i get that part (laughs) oh supporting you you. (laughs) from the superwoman syndrome <laughs> there we go there we there go, we go. That's See, what we're this doing. is proof right in and of itself that no we not nobody super woman no we not that we not not that. at all not come on karen come on <laughs> <laughs> right i used to love that song <laughs> girl i was like i was I used to be singing my little heart out i used to be my singing little my little heart out that song <laughs> sure Somebody early in the morning. Girl, baby. Woman, right? Okay. <laughs> Make sure you have your coffee and tea, honey. What she say? Your coffee That's and right. tea. Girl, I used to be singing Get my little heart out. Get your own coffee Girl. and tea. Anywho, let's get back to what day we on day 12. What yeah, day are we on? These girls don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> they don't know what we're talking about. They don't even know. Like, what? <laughs> what? What are they talking about? What's this Karen White? Like, Auntie, come back, come back, right. come back. <laughs> <laughs> Natty, we are aunties now. Can you believe that? <laughs> we really are. We, are we really now. are. But you know what? I'm here I for ain't it. mad about it. I embrace I'm it. I'm just honey. ready to be the rich auntie. And then there I will you go. be living exactly. my truly best life. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. So in day 12, we are talking about, talking about how, I don't know if it's really like the risk of people of being a people prover um it's like the con the the what it leads to right the consequences of yeah kind of yeah kind of like or the the end result the end result i don't remember how we said it i don't remember how we said it series but we said something but we said something and uh anyway we're gonna talk (laughs) about some of that (laughs) and so right here we go we're gonna talk about there see see how i had popped the auntie's head that quick we're gonna talk about how the need to prove what, how the need to prove ourselves stems from other things in our life. And one of those things is having our vulnerability taken advantage of. And so if we think about Uh, Cookie Lion, did she have a vulnerability taken care of? Yeah, she did. Yeah, they were definitely taken advantage of. They were definitely taken advantage of. And some of the other things that the need to prove ourselves stems from are not being accepted, being undermined, Mm -hmm. being misunderstood, having deep levels of unworthiness, lack of confidence, wanting to be validated by other people. Mm -hmm. We're constantly trying to justify our actions, to justify our actions and our behaviors and a lack of self-compassion. All of those things, feeling the need to prove ourselves stems from all of those things. So I want to go back to talk about having your vulnerability taken taken advantage of. And the reason why I want to talk about that is because as Black women, it's so hard. It's challenging for us to be vulnerable for that very reason, because we feel like when we mm. are vulnerable, it opens up the door for people to take advantage of our kindness. And so mm-hmm. I kind of want to just like lean into that a little bit. What are your thoughts, Natty? No, I think that's spot on because yeah, for whatever reason, when we try, because sometimes we do, don't we? We Cause we, we really deep down, we want to, we want to be able Mm-hmm. to be vulnerable. Everyone at some point or another wants to to be able to feel safe enough 
to share their vulnerability. But unfortunately, for a lot of reasons that I won't get into right now, a lot of people see that as an opportunity to take advantage of someone or to grab what they're experiencing from that person as leverage that they can use against that person later. And you have that levied against you enough times, eventually you don't want to do it anymore. And so, yeah, I think that's definitely true. And it's very unfortunate because there's only so much that you can do with zero vulnerability. You certainly can't heal with no vulnerability. You certainly right. can't do that. In or, but in order for us to be vulnerable, we've got to feel safe enough to do so. And a lot of Black women do not feel safe to do that they absolutely don't and I gotta tell you it took me a long time to get to a place where I was okay with it and I still do struggle with it occasionally Mm -hmm. I mean we have a whole saying don't mistake my kindness for weakness right because people see it as weakness and they will try to take advantage of you because they just look at you and be like oh she's oh she's super nice I know she'll do this and you know, they'll, they'll ask you to do unreasonable things because, again, they're taking your kindness for weakness. And so that mm-hmm. makes us put up this wall where we feel like my vulnerability is not safe. And so mm-hmm. we got we got to protect. We got to protect our vulnerability. So we build these walls and we don't let people in. But because we're talking about healing, then you're going to have to let somebody in. Because when you think about it, are you really being true to yourself? if you are not being vulnerable because when you are not excellent question exactly because when you are not allowing yourself or giving yourself permission to be vulnerable you are not fully experiencing life and a lot of times we don't want to do that we don't want to open ourselves up to vulnerability because we've been hurt by somebody but Mm -hmm. as painful as it is life is about taking risks or as painful as it can be Life is about taking taking risks. And you can't just stop living because a thing happened to you. Right, right. Gotta put yourself back out, put yourself back back out there. And unfortunately, or fortunately, putting yourself back out there means that you are also risking being hurt again. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I mean, it just is what it is. There's no other way to say mm-hmm. it. To open yourself up to vulnerability means that you're putting yourself at risk for being hurt again. There's no way around it, but the vulnerability piece is extremely important. There's only, like I said, there's only so much you can do. There's only so far you can go with your your vulnerability completely shut down. Absolutely. And it's it's not fun. You can't even have a a real relationship with your children if you're not willing to be vulnerable. You can't. And we all want to have relationships with our children. We want to be in healthy relationships with our children. But you can't mm-hmm. even have that if you're not willing to be vulnerable. And I know with my kids, oh, Lord Jesus knows. I, ha- I have been through, <laughs> I'm, look, like Natty said, we've been through hell and back more than once. And because mm-hmm. I had, because I've been through so much stuff in my life, it was hard for me to, to let down my guard and risk being hurt. Even when it came to my children, I remember my, my son reaching out to hug me and I was like, no, don't do that. because. I just had these walls built up. I can remember my brother be- before he passed away. We were leaving my mom's house and he was he was trying to hug me. And I was just like, no, don't touch me. You know, and he was like, Shirley, I am your brother. I said, do not touch me. 
And that's my brother. But I had been hurt by so many men in my life that I just saw him as a man. So don't touch me. Like, don't touch right. me. And it took me a while to get to that that point. Thankfully, before he passed, I was over all of that. It took me a while to be able to tear down my walls. And it also took me realizing that if I do and being okay with the fact that if I do, then I'm putting myself at risk for being hurt again. So, yeah, you can't do life without being vulnerable, period. So some of the other things that we talked about is feelings of not being accepted and being undermined like Cookie Lion. Man, did Lucius undermine her? Oh, my God. Did he undermine her? Yeah. So there are there are there are going to be times in your place where people are going to that goes back to the vulnerability. They're going to look at you and they're going to see you as an easy target. And who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe Lucia saw her as an easy target. Like she was so in love with him that he knew she right. would take the fall. He knew she would take the fall for him if he ended up in trouble. So mm-hmm. he wasn't worried about getting in trouble. He saw. I mean, maybe he saw her as an easy target. As an e- easy target. Yeah. Another thing I want to talk about was the misunderstood because trying to prove ourselves also stems from being misunderstood. And the thing I want to talk about with that was like the angry black woman because, yeah, oh my gosh, how many times have you voiced how you were feeling about something in a passionate way and you were immediately labeled as the angry black woman because you voicing something was misunderstood. And how frustrating is that? To be to be misunderstood. It's extremely frustrating to be misunderstood for something, for simply voicing how you were feeling about something that maybe somebody did to you. And I remember talking to we were on I think we were on a call with with Jasmine, if I'm not mistaken, Natalie, when we did that when black girls are socialized to be strong. And Jasmine Jasmine, Jasmine said, people are always calling black women angry, but they never ask us why. Never ask they, us why. They never ask yep. us why we're angry. So here's my question. Did Cookie Lion have a right to be angry? Mm-hmm. She most certainly did. She most certainly did. And so when you are misunderstood, I think, now let me make this clear. I do think that there is a difference in reacting and responding. So yeah. I'm trying to get into the habit of responding versus reacting. But if you find yourself in a position where, where someone is misunderstanding your response, I think rather than you beating yourself up because or feeling like you need to prove to a person why you're angry, I think you need to ask yourself, is my anger just justified? Is it justifiable anger? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not condoning. How do I want to say this without offending? I'm not condoning. Um <laughs> I don't I don't even want to say the loudness or the <laughs> the unruliness. <laughs> I'm not condoning any of those passionate, things. you know, when Yeah, really you passionate. know. Yeah, like you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> and I, I, I yeah. <laughs> do you understand where I'm going with this, but also don't want to offend because I do feel like right. black women have lots of reasons to be angry. Yeah, we but did. I also said so. And she like, was right. Yeah. Like, but I also feel like we need to get into the habit of responding versus reacting. And that's not always easy in the heat of the moment. So I want to acknowledge that as well. 
So yeah, that's how right. I feel. That's it's how not, I feel about yeah. It. It's but, not yeah. always easy. And also when we're we're talking about reacting versus responding, just know that for me and I I believe I can speak for Shirley in this case too, we are always talking about what is most beneficial for you and you only. Mm-hmm. We are never coming at anything from a respectability politics angle. I guarantee you that. Right. That's a bunch of bullshit that I used to believe when I was young. I have long since, like over decades since, stopped giving any credence to that whatsoever, mm-hmm. especially when it comes from my own community. So just to say that first. Um, So when we're talking about reacting versus responding, we're talking about for you, for the regulation of your own nervous system, for your own peace, for your own calmness, Mm -hmm. not so that other people can feel comfortable. Because as far as I'm concerned, but they comfort, really, because you do probably in in that situation have a very good reason to be angry. Mm And even if you do respond versus react, and even if you do speak calmly and in a very civilized, quote, air quotes, civilized and air quotes, polite demeanor, they're still going to call you angry. Adorning yourself with the proverbial mask and cape didn't miraculously happen the moment you became an adult. More likely than not, there's a history of trauma dating back to childhood that left you feeling rejected abandoned, betrayed, and angry. Those emotions don't automatically resolve themselves. As a little black girl, the thing you needed the most was to be seen, heard, nurtured, protected, and loved without condition. When those needs aren't met, you don't get the skills needed to do life as the real you from an emotionally healthy place. If you find yourself in this episode and are ready to start your journey to healing, Please consider joining us in the Sister Circle of Healing, a 12-week virtual experience for Black women to gather in a safe and sacred space for healing, connection, and transformation. Join us now at shadesofstrong.com forward slash SOS circle. They're still going to misunderstand you. And you know why? Because they are committed to misunderstanding you, period. Absolutely. This so is why it is very important. This is why, exactly. This is why you, it's important for you to understand that you have nothing to prove Absolutely. to anybody. Absolutely. They don't deserve any more discourse or, or, um, or action from you as proof or evidence that you are worthy of being understood because they have no intention of understanding you anyway. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, so you got to understand yourself. Nettie knew what I wanted to say. She knew where I was trying to go, but I couldn't find the words. She knew. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like for your own peace, make sure that you are coming from a place of love and resolve, not because that's you right. have something to prove to someone else. But for you, and we have said this many Mm -hmm. times in relation to other things. We've said this last year or the year before. I can't remember now what is what even is time really. But we have said this before 
in relation to forgiveness. It is never about the exactly. offender. It is always about you and what's going to be the most peaceful for your body, for your mind, for your spirituality, all of that. It is about you. So many of us have been conditioned to think of any and everyone else's comfort and benefit. And we have not thought enough about ourselves. We have not put ourselves first enough because we were told that it was selfish and that it was conceited. And all of that, I'm, I'm telling you right now, was a lie. If Cookie Lion, we're talking about Cookie Lion, if she had thought of herself first, she never would have taken the fall. She for this never bump. would have taken the she fall. She never would have done that because putting herself first would have meant, hey, I'm going to not just only protect myself, but I'm also going to protect my kids. I protect my kids well when I'm protecting myself. So she didn't protect her kids because she didn't protect herself because she didn't put herself first. Women, young women who are listening to us right now, you must think of yourself more and you must think of yourself in much higher regard than you do right now. Ooh, come on, Jesus. Come on, somebody preach. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm talking to myself too because sometimes I'll need that reminder myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that also goes into needing and wanting to be validated by other people. You don't mm-hmm. need that. You can validate yourself. Yourself. You don't need other people to validate you. You find a way to validate yourself. You don't need them to validate you. Mm-mm. No. You sure you, don't. You don't and some need of these folks you don't all. even want their validation. You don't want their validation. Exactly. Some folks, I'm like, I don't need your cosign and don't want it. And don't want it. Exactly. Feeling the need to prove ourselves stems from all of those things. It stems from a lack of self-compassion. It's, it stems from wanting to be validated from other people. It stems from being often misunderstood and not wanting to be vulnerable. So the takeaway here today, what we want to invite you to do is think about ways that you can cultivate self-compassion. Think about ways you can cultivate your self-worth. Think about ways that you can validate yourself so that you don't feel like you got to have have all of those things from other people because you don't. All those things live inside of you. Mm-hmm. They live in you. You don't have to have it from outside, outside service. So, th- so think about some ways you can cultivate who you are without outside validation from other people. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add, Nat? Yeah, um, I'm also not saying that you got to shit on validation for other people. I'm not saying that. When validation does come from other people and you're in a place where you don't actually need it because you've learned how to validate yourself, mm-hmm. anything that comes from outside sources, it's just extra. For what, it's just extra. And also, you probably will have cultivated enough discernment to know when it's real and when it isn't Absolutely. because you have spent so much time validating and affirming and loving yourself. So yeah, that's day 12, y'all. Cultivate your self-worth so that you don't have to rely on... You can do it. You can do it. Cultivate your own Mm self-worth so that you do not have to rely on outside sources for that. Yeah, do that. Do that. (laughs) Do that. It can be done. It can be done. Actually, in the the, um, first... And the first half of the sister circle, that is, that's what we're talking about. We're talking about. Well, look at that. It Like it really is like we're talking about self-compassion, self-worth, how to cultivate those things 
in your life. So yeah, join us in the healing system. The healing, what's it called again? The sister circle of healing. <laughs> circle of healing. Yeah, <laughs> join us. It's always in the show notes of every episode. Like, and I know y'all know what I know. We're laughing about this, but I am so serious about it. I am just so. Oh yeah, it is a serious matter. It's a yeah. serious matter. It's a serious because we have to learn. Because that's like honestly, when we don't cultivate our own self worth, that's how we end up in so many unhealthy situations because we don't know who we are. And it's so important that we know who we are because when we know who we are. We know what we deserve. And when we know what we deserve, we don't let people shit all over us, period. That's right. Okay? And that's all we're going to say about that. Okay? So, yeah, that's day 12. We'll be back tomorrow with day 13. Again, the link for the Sister Circle is in the show notes. The link for the Facebook community is in the show notes. Share your journey with us. All right? We'll be back, we'll be back right. tomorrow with day 13. All right? Peace. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I say that, I think about Pam on Martin. Pam, right? It's Pam. I immediately thought of Pam. Yeah. I just love that we're so old, but we're like practically the same age. So we know each other's references. I feel like this is like a Generation X party. Oh my gosh, she gets me. She knew what song I was singing. Oh my gosh, and what she said that I immediately knew was Pam. Hi, girl, you're so funny.